An event was held last weekend to give 100 Holocaust survivors the chance to see the blueprints for the new Holocaust memorial to be built next to the Palace of Westminster. Other attendees included broadcaster Natasha Kaplinsky and Karen Pollock, the chief executive of the Holocaust Educational Trust. Survivor Gina Turgle was also there, and our very own Tony Honigberg has been speaking to Gina to get her thoughts. Tony started by asking Gina to tell us how she felt when she learned about the memorial being built in the first place. Well, I must tell you, I was really thrilled and so surprised. First of all, I must really thank Her Majesty the Queen that her country is going to produce, allow to build the Holocaust Memorial. This is the most wonderful thing. I don't see if you see my point, but this is something which I felt tears came to my eyes. Because to other countries, whatever they do, but England, I love England, and it's wonderful because, you see, the they are the liberators of the camp where I happen to be. And, of course, my husband was born in England and was seven in the British Army, the British Intelligence Corps. And so I felt so, so really happy that it's going to be one. And it's only that they have got permission and so on. And it's going to be not only for our generation, but for generations to come, which is of great importance. Can you tell us a bit about the conference itself that took place this week? Because you were there amongst about 100 other of your fellow survivors. There were a lot of people there, and everyone was talking. And, of course, everyone wants to say something. But... And everybody's got their own ideas. And I'm sure at the end, it will be chosen by a very few, most probably. I was very, very happy to see Natasha Kaprinsky. She was really a very, very good friend of mine. And I'm just delighted. She's doing wonderful work. And so are the few. But she really put her hand, of course, Canon Pollock, which is, they were talking as well, and it's, um, it's wonderful, wonderful that this role in now, and eventually is going to be there. Whatever format it takes, we don't know, but the fact is that it's going to be, whether today or tomorrow, but it's there so that people see, and hopefully it will build up some sort of feeling and teach others and aim for peace. Do you take comfort in the knowledge that with this new memorial being built, there's probably less chance of the Holocaust ever being forgotten? should never be forgotten. Never, never. Whatever generation it is. Therefore, it's so important that a monument like that and people should talk about it. I've written a book, it should never be forgotten. It's very little. I mean, it's very, very condensed. But you don't realize how important it is. It's important for my children, for you children, for anybody's children. It's life at hand. 
it's something, it's a different, different life altogether. It's a torture. It's hatred, killing, innocent people. Can you imagine six million people, how much they could contribute to the society of today? How much talent in every profession, whether medicine, whether teaching, whether playing, the music, whatever, art, so much talent was there. And not to mention their subsequent families as well, of course. And families, of course. No one can understand that. You've got to think deeper and deeper. That is not just a Holocaust survival monument to remind people. It's of importance. And therefore, I feel very grateful to the government and Her Majesty said, a country that allowing to do that and helping us to fulfill our wishes in order to keep peace in the world. And people that I hope they will build some sort of bridges, regardless the religion, regardless the color. What are the key elements of this memorial and education center? What would you like to see as part of it? I would like to see some books, some sort of flashback, the life in the camp, and the starvation and the heaps of bodies which you, which I've seen in Belson, how much I like to portray. It is impossible for any human being to understand and to, to make yourself a like a vision of bodies. Can you imagine heaps like a house and skeletons? Could see the bodies, their bones. You could not distinguish whether they were men or women. Walking skeletons, children bodies. You see, the British troops, when they arrived in Belson, some of the officers were taken ill. And I fancy the doctor came and she examined them. They put the needles in their thighs. They couldn't feel it. They had a shock, what they've seen. How human people could torture others, other human beings to that extent, starving them, torture them. And this, I like to see one of those pictures there, and they should be really showing what happened. It doesn't matter what nationality one is, but everybody should see it. There are some deniers, but they can't deny me. So what would you say to the deniers? They're stupid. How on earth could anyone make up stories? If I say I live through, and thank God I am here to be able to talk about it, I would tell him, listen, give yourself a knock on your head and think. It happened, unfortunately, not only to Jewish people. It happened to other you know, Christian people, other nationalities. People were suffering. 
but most of all, were unfortunately Jewish people. Children. We were segregated women for a transfer. That's just a fragment. My nephew, three and a half years old, one of my nephews, happened to that was women only, and he was standing in front of me with his mother, and my mother next to me, my two sisters, and he, my sister had taken some sweets out of her pocket to give it to him, and he turned around to her, Mommy, you eat the sweets, and don't worry. When the Germans want to shoot me, he will lay down and he will pretend that he's dead. Now, can you imagine a child of three and a half years old to say that? He was the most beautiful child. I've got beautiful grandchildren, great-grandchildren, but he was something special. Blonde and blue eyes, sapphire blue eyes. And I often wonder, maybe the Germans had pity on him, maybe just let him stay alive. But they all that was the very first transport to Auschwitz, straight to the guest chamber. And can you imagine the thought, a child like that goes into it? It's, it's depressing. And people should learn about it. And should never, never, never allow it to happen again. To anybody. Survivor Gina Turgle speaking to Tony Honigberg there, giving us her reaction to the potential blueprints for the memorial to be built next to the Palace of Westminster. Thank you very much indeed to her and especially for reliving that incredible story of survival and just really, really very touching words. (laughs) 